0: This is Taylor. And Cameron. And you're listening to the Black Maid and Depth podcast
1: <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app.
0: what's going on everybody this is marcus and i'm here with my lovely wife
1: marcus people gonna turn off (laughs) if you keep rolling that l for (laughs) such a long time i want to see how long i can get
0: (laughs) And who are you? I'm
1: Shira. This is the
0: lovely Shira Murray. (laughs) And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt-Free Podcast. And it is a beautiful day. I got my little cucumber on, Shira. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Shira, today has been a pretty busy day. You want to care to tell the people what happened today?
1: Do you want me to share? Or why don't you share?
0: Well, my lovely parents uh, celebrated their 40th anniversary, wedding anniversary. And we did a little something at the house. Yes. We were, they're going on like a family kind of outing. And we all wanted to try to do it this later this year. But scheduling conflicts. So we weren't, we're not going to be able to make that. But we said we want to do something. Right. We want to do something to celebrate their uh, 40 years. And boy, when Shira hears that, you know. There's going to be some entertaining going on. She gets in her bag, y'all. And so Shara did it up, y'all. She did it really nice, man. It was really nice. The decorations, the food, everything. Shira, what would you think about everything?
1: I think that um, it was lovely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a lot of work. And like you were saying, if we're entertaining, yes, sometimes I'll get ideas. But it is really all hands on deck. Yeah. The children have jobs, you do the heavy lifting,
0: oh, <laughs> the errands, the
1: errands. Um, but I think everything came together really nicely. Yes. We kind of had like a soul food theme going on with some fried chicken mm. and some greens mm. and macaroni and cheese and mm. cornbread. Um,
0: can't forget that.
1: Cornbread, yes. Mm. So everything just came together really nicely, and it was really, really sweet and yeah. just, um. You know, having your parents do some reflection, too, in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, your mother speaking and then your father speaking and yeah. like, you know, they have been a great examples for us. For and, sure. And, you know, your dad was just saying, you know, obviously the 40 years haven't been seamless. Right, right. You know, but he said, you know essentially anyone can make it to 40 years, you but do it. you right. have to want to do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's good. And so I think that's great advice. Yeah. Like, what do you want? Like in your marriage, here we are in this podcast. A lot of our listeners are married. There's probably very few who have made it to 40 years. Right. And it's like, what, what do you want? You know, mm. out of your marriage and just sticking through it and, um, Being able to see the the blessing in that. Yes. Because, you know, obviously marriage is a journey. There's highs and lows. Yeah. But to be married for 40 years and to see your children and your children's children Mm -hmm. is, you know, together. To come together as a family is really a blessing. And it's rare these days.
0: Yeah. And if you think about it, like, they're really hitting the, the best part of it. You know, your kids are grown self-sufficient there you're getting to spend time with your cute little baby grandkids Mm -hmm. they're retiring it's like this is really the twilight the best should be the best part of your your life is like you have less responsibility and you get to enjoy each other and enjoy the fruits of your labor kind of you know what i mean so but yeah shout out to you shy for this because like you even said you know my parents every time there's a gathering it's it's at their house they're usually cooking most of the food everything or if we're going out they're like <laughs> fronting the bills like um it's funny shire because i watched the sopranos right uh-huh. and tony soprano was big on that like if i take my daughter and her boyfriend or husband out don't reach for your wallet like it was an insult because like i'm the 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 head of the family i I feel like this is something I need to do. Mm -hmm. And I feel like my parents give off that energy. Like, no, we got it. Don't worry about it. They do. But it was time for them to just, nah, y'all just come. Don't bring nothing. Yes. Just come and we're going to take care of it. So I felt good being able to do that, you know. I
1: know. It's a long time coming. Yeah. And yes, that is true what Marcus said. Like, there's something at their house. No, don't bring anything. And I'll be thinking, do they think I can't cook? <laughs> I can not cook. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but no, they're just so sweet. And yes. it's just, you know, just bring yourself and yeah, I said, you know, it's it's time. You yeah. know, it's time to do something nice for them because they give so much.
0: Absolutely. So it was great, great. Great end or beginning to the week uh, Shire we're going to get Jump right into this week's podcast but before We do we want to encourage all of you listening First of all we want to thank you for Listening we're approaching 1.3 Million downloads and we Just appreciate you guys tuning in Every week we're going to keep Showing up as long as you all keep showing up And so uh, if you haven't already Do us a favor and leave us a five star review On whatever platform you're listening to this Podcast it really helps us but Shira, let's get into this because we both saw this, uh, this week on our feeds. And I thought it was extremely interesting, especially with our listeners wanted to get or really enjoy the fact that we are real estate investors and they may be wanting to get into investing or get into their first house. And right now the market is crazy, crazy.
1: Yes. So
0: this article, um, in Yahoo Finance spoke with a loan officer that says and I quote I'm seeing middle class home buyers take a $7,000 take on $7,000 mortgages thinking they can always refinance when rates come down in the future so
1: isn't that crazy? That's
0: crazy $7,000 when we got this house and this is by far the most we've ever paid to live somewhere Nowhere near $7,000. But do you remember? It's like a fraction of $7,000, y'all. But you were like, oh, my gosh, this is a lot of money. Yes. But when you see this number, $7,000 a month for a mortgage, what what do you think? What do you think about?
1: Well, I think a $7,000 mortgage is a lot of money. But the um, thing that stands out for me is that it says middle class right. home buyers. <laughs> now, if it's $7,000 and it's a celebrity or, yes. I don't know, a doctor. Right. Or, I mean,
0: Lawyer. Not somebody. even all
1: doctors are all lawyers. <laughs> um, but it's the term middle class that is um, kind of polarizing because... Yeah. I mean, does a middle class worker make seven thousand a year? Mm. So it's kind of like, are we really talking about middle class um, homebuyers? Yeah. Um But I think the principal here uh, is is seen in that he said, you know, they he or she is saying that um, people are taking on larger mortgages, right? Knowing that the mortgage uh, may be a burden for them, knowing that the mortgage might not be sustainable. Yes. Um, and they're just hoping, right, that the the rates will come down in the future. I'm looking at this. I haven't even really, um, we haven't dove into the article yet. We're going, we're going to dig into yet. this right
0: we're, along with y'all.
1: We're going to kind of dig into it together. But, is you know, just in uh, hearing that, mm-hmm. that they can always refinance when rates come down in the future. Like, do you... You find that to be a true statement, or what's your initial thoughts on that?
0: I think it's wishful thinking. Uh, I think it's definitely, hopefully, going to be an option for these people. But once there's so many unknowns. One, we've seen the, the, sorry, uh, what did we do? We did a, a cash out refi. No, not a cash out refi, but a line of credit. Uh, we've seen HELOCs disappear from most. Yeah. You're institutions, not, They right. don't offer them no, anymore. Uh, it, it's rare. It's very rare. Then you're another unknown is like, how long will it take for the race to get to a level where it's, it makes, it's sense. makes sense to refi. Right. And so we're, we're banking on one, the refi programs being available. And then we're also banking on how fast am I going to get down to this, this place where I can refi. What if it's five, ten years from now? You know what I'm saying? Well, like, then
1: that's what they're they're banking on, right? Yeah. So it sounds like they're willing to wait Whew. maybe five years or hopefully not a full decade. Man. Um, but then the other piece is like there's a cost to refinance, right? You because even when... Um, You know, our interest rate was three point something Mm -hmm. for where we currently live. And there was a time when the rates dropped so low that we thought about refinancing Mm -hmm. to get an even lower interest rates. Obviously, this was like a couple years ago. (laughs) Um, But we ended up not going through that process. Um, Whoever we went with was... They structured it incorrectly. I think they structured it as a cash out. And we don't like they, just, they yes. just did some screwy stuff. Yes. And we ultimately were just like, no. And because another we, we, reason, we,
0: we, we were doing the refi just to refinance the interest rate. We didn't want to we didn't want to get any withdrawal. Exactly. And, so and that I don't guy know, messed it up.
1: I don't know why they did that. Yeah. And then the other piece was that after they did the refinance. They were going to work in their fees and closing costs into the re- the refinance, and then we were going to end up owing more money yes. than we currently owe. Yep. And it, for us, it didn't work. It just kind of turned out to to be a mess. Refinancing in general can be a good idea. Like, literally, our neighbor did it. Yeah. Like, they did it. <laughs> they did.
0: They sure did. Um,
1: but for whatever reason, you know, maybe it was who we went with right. or whatever. It just. We just kind of walked, walked away from that. Right. And, um, you know, we still have a really, really great rate. Yeah. Um, I do understand the logic. It's like, wow, I see something I really want. This could be a, it could feel like a one-time opportunity. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just find a house and you're just like, you know, I just, I just want this house so bad. Yeah. And I'll struggle to get it. If I qualify for it, you know, I'll, I'll do what I got to do to figure out how, how to pay the bill. But it's kind of scary because anything can happen while you're waiting for those rates to come down, yeah. and it's you know you don't want to be house poor. But yeah,
0: you, you're you're rarely going to be house poor. I mean, middle class income. Let's just say you have a two income family. I mean, ten thousand, twelve thousand a month maybe, and your seven thousand of it is rent. I mean, that's more than Or mortgage. Yeah, that, that's more. That's just. It's I just didn't even scary
1: know stuff. you
0: could qualify, but let's just see what's
1: well, going on.
0: Well, should I just do a little background? It says in December of 2021, when the 30 year fixed mortgage rate was still 3.1%, a borrower could get 700,000, a $700,000 mortgage that required a monthly payment and principal and interest around $2,900. So $700,000 mortgage. interest rate principal interest payment $2,900 that's insane
1: I think that's I mean, is that accurate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. It's crazy.
0: Um, you don't even look accurate, right?
1: It doesn't, but I will say that um, this is not a factoring in property taxes. No, it's not factoring so in property taxes. So if you live in an area where your taxes are high, I mean, more. it could be several hundred dollars more. Yes. It's also not factoring in if you have an HOA payment.
0: That's true.
1: It's not factoring in. If you have to pay uh, for a mandatory solar, solar. which is happening now in California, especially if you get a new build, it's required that you have solar. Um, So, yeah, so seven hundred thousand dollar mortgage and you know, that mortgage uh, the monthly mortgage is two thousand nine hundred eighty nine dollars. Still crazy to see.
0: Yeah. So then fast forward to current time uh, and a seven hundred thousand dollar mortgage taking out at the current Average mortgage rate 6.90 would equal a $4,600 per month payment, which is 583000 more over 30 years than that mortgage issued with the 3.1% interest rate.
1: That's crazy.
0: You're paying a half a million dollars more, more. just because of the interest rate. But
1: that's in addition to... Um, that's, you know, that's $500,000 more than the other person. Yes. So that's on top of,
0: Wow. That's, you know, yep.
1: the interest, I guess, that that person is paying. That's true.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's like
1: you're buying the house more yes. than twice. I mean, that's the thing with a 30 year mortgage, though. If you look at how much you actually pay from month paying to month, double. you know, many cases you are Paying double. Paying double. You know, some folks advocate, you know, to pay your house off sooner. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly why, but that is crazy.
0: Now, sure, the article does mention what you mentioned. It says when adding on insurance and taxes, that monthly payment of forty six hundred dollars could easily top six thousand dollars. Not to mention that calculation doesn't account for the fact that the US home prices in twenty twenty-two We're 12% above December of 2021. So prices are higher. And if you like Shire said, if you factor in all those other things that you pay for property taxes, HOA, I mean, insurance, you know, what I mean, it's going to be crazy. Yes. The
1: article um, goes on to give an example. You know, they're uh, collaborating with the loan officer in this article. Mm hmm. And it says that just before speaking with Fortune, um, this particular loan officer wrapped up a call with a middle-class couple in Wash in the Washington, D.C. area. DMB, Who told him they were expecting a mortgage payment of around $7,000. And now here's a quote. It says, The call I just had was a typical area household. One person makes $150,000. The other makes 120000 so 270000 total. Mm-hmm. And they have a down, excuse me, and they have a payment goal of 7000 a month. I'm still not used to hearing people say that out loud, Gale says. <laughs> so it does sound like this individual has um, a pretty high salary, yeah. $270,000 a year. Yep. Wow. That's really great for you, them. Yeah. Um, but it's two hundred seventy thousand middle class. I would say that that's upper middle, upper middle for sure to upper <laughs> to upper. And so yeah. what the article said was middle class. I would not. Um,
0: Maybe for DC, you think?
1: I don't know DC area that well. So yeah. y'all in DC,
0: y'all let, let us your know. girl know. Yeah, let us know.
1: Um. So. So yeah. So. They do have a high income.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty high income. And but so, 7,000 is still a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, look, I actually need a calculator
0: <laughs> know, huh? to
1: break down these numbers a little bit um, more.
0: Go ahead and do that, Sean. While you're doing that, let's see here. It says, uh, even before these borrowers speak to the loan officer who operates in the greater Baltimore area, uh, they already concluded that these high mortgage payments will be short-lived, and they'll simply refinance to a lower payment once mortgage rates presumably come down. Okay,
1: so let me just give y'all a little bit of math. Uh, For those of us who are not making $270,000 a year and don't know the math off the top of our heads. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So uh, the gross take-home would be, um, excuse me, not take-home, the gross per month would be $22,000. 500. Okay. And so when you're going to qualify for a mortgage I think they're looking to see if the mortgage is around a third of your take home. And so a third of their take home would put them around the $7,000 mark. Okay. All right.
0: so they, um, they got
1: but that's gross. So if you're making $22,000 a month gross, you're probably in a pretty high uh, tax mm-hmm. bracket and so you're probably not Taking home twenty two thousand, yeah. and so while you know you're 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 technically going to qualify for a mortgage that's around a third of your gross income, you still don't take home your full gross income. So right. I can see how this could be a, a stretch uh, for a couple.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, let's talk about this, y'all. Uh, there, there We went on to the Q and A Q&A kind of style in this piece, and so Fortune. Um, magazine is asking this loan officer So who says over the past year mortgage rates have spiked from three to six how are buyers in your market reacting to those increased borrowing costs mm-hmm. the loan officer goes on to say I must say the reaction today is quite different from last year it's almost as if we have lived through the seven stages of grief we appear to have entered the acceptance and hope phase. Dang. That's what, that's, that's, that's what that call sounded like that he got off. They've accepted a the high payment. And, and they're hope- hopeful <laughs> that, you know, it, it will come down. Um,
1: you know, we don't really know a, a lot about that individual. I mean, we know their income, but it's like $270,000 with no children will stretch further than, you know, a family of four or a family of six, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's hard um, uh, to know a, a lot about their individual um, circumstance. Yeah. Um, but in general, like I mentioned before, you know, the question is, in mass, are people buying houses that they... You know, they're stretched to their limit, and, you know, they are also following the same logic that they hope that they'll be able to refinance in the future. Yeah. Now, one thing that I'm not seeing in our area mm-hmm. is starter homes. Yeah. We have a lot of uh, new developments here in Northern California.
0: You would consider those starter homes here?
1: Some of those houses that we've gone to are like dream homes.
0: Wow. Like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're you know, right. um, no. I
1: I mean I'm, I've seen a, a few starter homes, but some of these homes,
0: yeah, they're like are not second, yeah, are right. not
1: starter homes, um, and so that makes it hard for mm-hmm. families. But then it's just like, well, what do people have an appetite for? Some people feel like you know I'm gonna buy a house. It's not gonna be no starter home. It's gonna be it's gonna be my forever home. It's gonna home. be the bells and whistles. Yeah, you know. So I mean, it's it's definitely uh, uh tough out there.
0: Yeah. Well, Shai, this goes on to say that. Uh, Uh, This loan officer says, "I'm seeing buyers today taking the payments in stride for various reasons. Their incomes have risen dramatically, upwards of 25 to 30 percent since 2020. Okay, and the income tax savings through the mortgage interest deductions is now a meaningful budget item to consider.
1: I don't know how interest is so high. Okay,
0: because, Shire, so I know you really don't do the end of year stuff." But,
1: uh, is he bagging on me? Yeah, I, yeah that's right. Yeah, <laughs> no, do that. that no, I don't do the taxes. No, I don't. But
0: on your primary more uh, primary home, you get a deduction on the interest you paid. Yes. So when your interest is in the threes, it's like, man, this ain't really nothing.
1: That's what I was going to say.
0: Yeah. But if your interest <laughs> is in the sevens or high sixes. And, and on something like that, you're making a lot of payments towards interest. So you might be getting a nice little deduction at the end of the year. So now it looks like people are factoring that in. But 25 to 30% increase in salary? Where, where, where is that happening where, at? Where, where, yeah. I where, mean,
1: because you usually hear the opposite, that, you know, with inflation and wages are not um, rising as fast. Um, yeah. But this is nice.
0: That must be a D.C. thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, this next piece is pretty interesting, too. Okay, go ahead. Um. You know, a question was asked, uh, it says, how high are monthly payments getting Mm. and how do they react when you give them the number? Um, And so the article goes on to say that for the better part of the last decade, most clients uh, would enter a pre-approval conversation with a mortgage payment limit of no more than $3,000 for a condo and 4500 for single-family homes. Yeah. Um, it, is rare, it is rare to see numbers higher than that, even for my high higher-income uh, wage earners.
0: 1,000%.
1: Today, those numbers are 4000 to 6500 respectively. I'll be honest with you, Marcus. I'm like, not paying $6,500 for a
0: mortgage.
1: I didn't know people were paying. Yeah. But, you know, I also don't make $270,000. Dollars a year yet, (laughs) like I don't, I don't make that. So I don't know. You know, I'm actually pretty curious to know what some of the response has been to this article. Are there any other interesting conversations that happen within the article, and if not, um, I
0: definitely want to get to the comments as well. I just want to make sure we don't miss anything. That's crazy, though. I mean, that just hearing that. So. Tell us a little bit. Um, okay. I do want to get to some projections. Okay. Uh, but before we do that, Shire, so there's two things I want to get to. So this question here says, what do you make of the so-called lock in effect? I thought this was interesting. You could, you could speak to this too. So I'm get your opinion on this. The idea that existing market churn will be constrained as folks refuse to give up their two handle and three handle mortgage rates. This uh, person says, I believe the lock-in effect is very real. My opinion is based on countless conversations I've had in the past six to nine months with homeowners who want to move but can't. Some cannot afford to buy their current home at today's value and rate structure. Mm -hmm. Others cannot stomach the significant jump in payment to justify the increase in home size or preferred location.
1: We're all stuck.
0: We're all held hostage here, right? Yeah. We could not. Could we afford this house if we did it, bought it today?
1: Uh, This house would definitely be a stretch, but if you couple the price of what our house is worth today plus uh, interest rate that's double what we currently have, that's a no. (laughs) I mean, but before we moved here, we were living somewhere that we had Completely paid off. so yeah. it's definitely a no.
0: Yeah, um, and and so that's why we sidebar. Sorry. That's why we always talk about locking in that rate, y'all. You know what I mean? No arm rates, adjustable rates, because man, I mean we 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 we're hostage but we're host we're held hostages in a nice situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. the positive thing about it. Okay. Uh, this person does a prediction. Did you want to go into the prediction, or did you want to go straight to the um, to the comment section? Maybe we'll come back to the predictions. We can go to the comments now and see what we got.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of wondering what people feel about this. I think the what do you you've called the DMV area is probably very different. Um, yeah, I feel like that's on the higher other... higher end of the spectrum. Yeah, I think that is the higher end of the spectrum. But um, I feel like there's uh, a lot of black folks in the DMV area. Oh yeah, yeah area. Chocolate and City. So that's what they call I, it. so though they didn't say um, their you know their race ethnicity of the the person in the story, I can only um, only wonder yeah um okay so what a person comments in the, something that i uh mentioned earlier it says part of the issue is we are no longer building middle class homes mm. um the standards for what a new home should be has drastically changed mm. um upward and the profit mar- margins for builders are much better on larger, more elaborate homes. Yeah. And few builders are building, you know, houses that are 1,300 square feet. Yeah. You know, as an example. Makes sense. I would have to agree with that.
0: Because um, not, you're not saving, the builder isn't saving from building something 1,300 square feet or just building it two, 2,000 square feet. I'm not saving enough to justify building a smaller home I might as well build a 2,300 square foot joint and get way more money you know what I mean Mm -hmm. because sometimes you'll see like an extra bedroom it's like it's actually like 20 to 30,000 dollars on the on the price Mm -hmm. just by building another bedroom or another bathroom it's like another 10 G's you know yeah I see why builders aren't doing them small starter joints anymore.
1: Right, it's, it's rare. Um, so someone else comments and says, people think the 2 to 3% rates will be back. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. Think again. Those were historic lows historic. for mortgage rates. They aren't going to happen again anytime soon. Don't listen to the car salespeople, I mean realtors, telling you that you can buy now and just refinance later when rates are lower. Um, so what do you think about this comment here, and we're not going to shade any realtors because we know a lot of really yes. great realtors that would never lead, you know, a person astray. But just reading this comment and just want to get some of your thoughts on that. Do you think that the 2 and 3% uh, rates were just historic and it's something that might not happen again?
0: Well, yeah, this jumped out. This this one jumped off the page to me, too, because Shire, we've been buying homes for 12 years, pretty much consistently like we've, we've we've had about seven six or seven trans, home transactions in total and one thing we know for sure is that we bought right after the first recession when you would think when they were trying to entice people to buy we had a six percent interest rate we thought that was okay i guess that's, that's what it yeah, is it was 6%. 6%. that
1: was 6%, six percent
0: six percent
1: that was six percent like 0. our first I, our condo and we bought it, and we didn't even blink. But it was for around eighty-seven thousand, around was, there. Yes, the
0: prices yeah. were crazy low. Then they brought it down. We saw it come down when we started to go into our first investing. We were getting investing rates at in the mid fives. Mm-hmm. One was five point two, and one was five point five. We didn't blink there either. No, like all right, it's what it is. We thought that was pretty low that was pretty at the time
1: it was low for us it was pretty good
0: then our last three properties were one was in the high twos and the other were in the low threes i felt like really i felt then that we'll never see this again like this is a moment in time so when he says historic lows like i think he's right I think he's right because if you look at it how long it took to get down to the twos
1: mm-hmm.
0: from when we started buying okay that was about a 10-12 year gap I don't see them jumping from the sixes and now
1: going to the twos going
0: to the twos like that I just don't see it happening yeah so you know we might be hovering around this area for a while you know what I mean so that's interesting that's interesting I, I, I kind of tend to agree with the gentleman what about you
1: uh, I mean, it would be nice, right? If it, it came back great. to the twos or threes. And it's not even that the that the concept of getting a house and hoping to re- refinance it later is a foreign concept. Mm. Because I've thought that, yes. that, you know, people can use that as a, as a tactic too. And I think that it is a good, it could be a good strategy if you're not putting yourself in a financial bind. Bind. And buying something that you really feel that, excuse me, you really know you cannot afford. That's mm. never... Um, a good idea um do i think the twos and threes will come back probably not yeah um but
0: if we could get into the I don't fours know. And fives if we could get into the fours and fives i'm back in the game i'm back i i, I would be i would be more than happy to be in the fours and fives again
1: Yeah. Um, Someone else comments um, If you can afford a $7,000 per month mortgage plus the cost of living taxes, utilities, maintenance, food personal items, vehicles and insurance um, and whatever other necessities that goes with everyday expenses you are definitely not
0: middle class. I have to agree with that. This comment I'm a proponent, we are proponents of buying but I have to agree with this person here it says uh, if you cannot save up at least 20 percent down you have no business buying a home at this price and who's saving 20 percent down is is that is that why the monthly payment is so high i almost thought that like seven thousand. they must not be putting nothing down well (laughs) or very little down right
1: okay well let's see what the down payment would be so um, to put twenty percent down on a seven hundred thousand dollar house would be hundred and forty thousand dollars plus closing costs. Mm, 70, so 100, 100, 100. but unless, you know, what if they got some deal on their closing costs? 70, um 60. Well, let's just go with 140. one forty. That's the twenty percent down. And so if you're making two seventy and you're say you're living in an apartment right now, you might be able to pull together that twenty okay. percent down. Um, But, yeah, uh, I would say that 20% down is definitely a best practice. Um, Yeah. Yeah. If you're able to do it, then definitely do that. Um, So someone said that they got their first house in 1992 and the interest rate was 8%. Mm -hmm. And that was considered a great rate at the time. Yes. Um, All through the 80s.
0: It was double digits.
1: Uh, a time of plenty, interest rates were much higher.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, the big difference that I can see is that new houses are much larger now, and they're on less land. People are going to have to learn to live with less and work their way toward their dream home. Yeah. And I, so I, I that. think that's uh, a a great point that throughout history, you know, you just talked about where interest uh where the interest rates were when we bought our first condo 6%. Now this person got their uh first house at 8% and it's like though we're saying these are such high interest rates, it sounds like in the past they have you know the rates were higher. Yes. But the houses were smaller. Right. But they were cheaper. Okay, I'm going to acknowledge those points too.
0: They were definitely cheaper, more affordable for sure.
1: Um but you know, let's think about that high earning couple. You know, say they make 270000 a year. Do they make so much money that they can afford to pay $500,000 more than someone who got the same house at 3%? Like, what's the purpose? I mean, you're making all this money, but look at where it's going. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's like, where are you going to draw the line at? Just because you can do something doesn't always mean that you
0: should. You should. Yep. Well, I like to read some cynical ones or some ones that... Think there's a conspiracy? but this person says this is an article attempting to brainwash people into accepting a seven thousand dollar mortgage. The financially prudent thing for a couple to do is buy only what one of their incomes can afford. Mm. What if one of them loses their job or wants to be the one who stays home and takes care of the kids? I think this is a decent, decent discussion. I don't know if the article is. Attempting to brainwash I don't
1: think anyone In the comments Is brainwashed People (laughs) in the comments You know I'm really surprised at these comments The comments have been um,
0: Very measured
1: Very measured And you know If that was the case It turns out That a lot of people Are not drinking The Kool-Aid A Mm -hmm. lot of people think That having a $7,000 mortgage um, You're in a place of privilege If you can even have That conversation Mm -hmm. And the fact that Someone would do that Is crazy You know Like why not Live on one income Like Right why not, you know, you know, maybe plan for an early retirement if you have an income like that? Mm. Um,
0: well, Shia, let's close with if uh, with some predictions, uh, I think that would be good. So based on the a fortune, asked this person based on what you're seeing now, do you have any predictions on what the second half of 2023 might look like and any thoughts on spring 2024? So the loan officer says despite high rates desire to buy a home is still high for many given the lag effect of Fed tightening which is raising interest rates coupled with an overall improvement in inflation one can assume mortgage rates have topped out and will continue to improve from here think of playing with a yo-yo on a down escalator up and down movement but generally pushing lower. Okay, I didn't understand that. Can you break that one down for
1: me? Um
0: Well, anyway, th- maybe this will answer it. As rates improve, <laughs> affordability and confidence will shift, bringing out more buyers and sellers.
1: Yeah, um, when the rates improved and those, you know how they were talking about how people were kind of like stuck in their homes. The folks that were already in homes because the interest rates are so high that it's not worth selling right now.
0: It'll bring them outside. Yeah, so
1: yeah. Um, I what's your prediction for the rest of this year and for next year?
0: Well, I started out this thing saying I saw 10% in our future. 10% interest. Why
1: are you so doomsday? I'm I was sorry. Doomsday I'm not going to let this. Uh, this You just run with that. 10%, Marcus? 10%. Where did you get that from? I just. I but why though?
0: You know, I didn't expect the inflation numbers to like start looking better this fast. Okay. So, you know, they're bringing inflation down. But I think the Fed is just going to, if nothing else. They're gonna just level off their raising of the rates, you know, for a while. Uh-huh. And I don't think we'll see any significant downturn on the rates in 2023. Maybe by 2024, we'll be in the five-six range. Five, you six think
1: range. it'll take that long? Well, they said it's, it's in the long. six. Might be in the six range now. Yeah. So you're saying maybe the fives?
0: Maybe five. Down. You're flirting with the fives, and yeah, okay. and I think it'll. I think it'll rest there for some years. To be honest with you.
1: Okay, so it sounds like you kind of agree with the prediction that it'll trend lower, mm-hmm. you know, the interest rates will fall over time. And
0: then people gonna start buying, buying, buying like crazy again.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: home prices will go up. I do predict that. Yeah. Home I, prices will go back up again.
1: I, I think the home price, well, the home prices are still pretty high, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I agree with your prediction. Definitely don't agree with the 10%. Wow, Marcus, like, that never even crossed my mind. You got
0: close. We were. We might. This article, uh, 6.9, that's a little low. I think we're in the 8s now, Sorry, and a lot of... I,
1: I honestly don't know. I'd yeah. have to look that up.
0: Yeah, um, me I mean, I now.
1: hope the rates get better. If the rates get better, you know, we might start looking at rental properties again. But, yeah. you know, for now, that has certainly paused... Um, Just kind of Googling what the mortgage rates are for a person with good credit. We're looking at 7.5%. So for it to trend down to your prediction of 5% would actually be really good. That yeah. would be a really big drop. Um, I'm hoping that it will trend down as well. Um, we'll have to see. And I, I really hope that, you know, if you're looking for a home, don't be house poor. No. I mean, terrible
0: way to live, man. You know,
1: it's not fun. You know, you get a new house, and all of a sudden, you want new things to go into the house. Yep. And if you don't have the money, maybe you're using a credit card to get things, and then you have a credit card bill, you have a mortgage bill, and here you don't just have a mortgage bill here in California. It's crazy. You got, you have a mortgage, you have an HOA payment, um, you have a solar panel payment, you have Roos. I mean, they they just get you. Sure, they get gonna- ya.
0: We're going to have to do a deep dive on the HOA epidemic, man. It's crazy. The government really wants more HOA communities because it means less work for them. And man, if you've ever lived in the HOA community, my prayers to you. It's hard. It's hard. We've been
1: there. We've done that. It's the worst. Never again. But, you know, maybe there's some good HOAs out there. But in California with the laws the way that they are and I feel like we're kind of going off on a tangent but legally in California they can go up 20% a year Mm. and it doesn't require you know approval from you know the board or any you know from the the folks that live there that's what I mean by when I say board Mm -hmm. um you know it's there's not a lot of protections that's what I'm trying to say it's not a lot of protections for you as the homeowner, yeah. now there are some parts of the country where the HOA fees are really low, but where we lived prior, I mean, it was hundreds.
0: Start of off low though.
1: It start off low, but then it start. Oh, we need new roofs, so you're not just paying for your roof; you got to pay for everybody's roof. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. have those who just stop paying the HOAs, yep. you know. So, so you're paying for that too. We just probably have to just do a whole
0: we gotta give, a give, whole we gotta podcast
1: on. on that, you know, um, but not every HOA community is the same. Yeah. Some are going to be better than others. Right. But I think this article is enlightening. Um, it's This could be a cautionary tale. Yes. And only time will tell. In five years, there could be another slew of stories about people who bought at this time and now they can't afford it because- of X, Y, Z. So yes. definitely, you know, be cautious before you take on any purchase that, you know, puts you in an uncomfortable position.
0: Absolutely, Shara. I think that's a great place to end this one. So we like to thank you all for checking out another episode of the Black Mary, every podcast. And we're going to holler at y'all on the next one. Peace.
1: Bye.